You are listening to the Bombzilla Podcast. And this week, the news. Tape recording is for United World News, Chicago, USA. Well, here's your headline. I want full newspaper coverage, magazine stories, books. Well, I want it on the air 24 hours a day. This is our moment. Welcome to the first 2020 news edition of the Bondzilla podcast, where when it comes to James Bond news, uh, was it? Tomorrow Never Dies? Yeah. And when it comes to Godzilla, as always, it has never changed in the history of Godzilla that it is Gojira, you moron. Mm-hmm. I'm Will. I'm Nick, and uh, we got some uh, news. Yeah, this is um, all... This week, it's it's kind of funny that uh, so far um, that I guess it's kind of indicative of, you know, with a new Bond movie coming up that there's so much new Bond. Mm-hmm. There's going to be much more Bond news and updates and yeah. where the franchise is going in comparison to last year. I mean, we are like, what, three months now? Like, uh, beginning, yeah. beginning of April, uh, kind of. Like, yeah. Getting to yeah. that point where... Just looking at the calendar. We're, uh, we're getting close to No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which, you know, it, it, it's kind of exciting because, again, we, we've had our new Godzilla film uh, on the podcast. We've mm-hmm. done our review of that film when it came out. But now we get to get to the lead up of, you know, a Bond film. And, yes, we've had our discussions on Craig and we've had you know, our debates and our, our how excited are we. We've dissected the trailer and everything like that. But really, at the end of the day, it is still always neat to see, like, a new movie and a franchise that you like, especially with, with what we've done with this podcast. But even just with that, it's just, again, there, there has just been so little like developments and you know, we, we joked, it was an ongoing, uh, bit about like whether bond 25 was going to happen and in, in what capacity. So it's just fun that now it, like the first bit of news that's coming out, is just chock full of James Bond updates mm-hmm. and news and 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 two in a couple subjects that uh that I think are worthy of a news episode. So, uh you know, fresh off the presses, um you know the the Bondzilla presses. You know, I'm sure the this news. If you're like, I don't know, what's like a website that does news? What variety? Yeah, variety CNN? or just uh, I don't know, Twitter. Collider, yeah, yeah, there, there. That's one. CBR, yeah, CBR. Um, this is really isn't a Kotaku thing, right? No, no, yeah, not really. I feel like I feel like I would I would see it. No, no, and no, everything. no. Fire Emblem is more I mean, of a Kotaku thing. More anything that just interrupts the doldrums of you know everybody complaining about Star Wars mm-hmm. is is definitely. <laughs> Or like it stands or, out as as just worthy news at this or again, point. Like if you look go to CBR and it's like the the latest like thing you didn't notice about Avengers Endgame, even right. though we all noticed this about <laughs> Avengers Endgame, it's not really that surprising. You, you think we're gonna get to the the point where it's just like things you didn't know about No Time to Die, and then it's like that that movie's not out yet, yeah. And then it's just like oh f- here here are the five things. Oh you know what? You, you, here's the thing I hate the most: the ending explained videos. Like or just like either yes, ending explained yeah. or articles where it's just like, all right, let's let's break down this ending, and then when you watch them, it's just like a reiteration of what you saw in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, though it is funny because I, I was just watching, I was just watching a bit, uh, like Robert Downey Jr. was just talking about like Tropic Thunder, and then he was talking about what that movie was about, and then there was like people's reaction where it's like, you know what? That's right. That's what that movie was about. So it's just like the movie's been out for years. <laughs> it's like it, 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 now you're just like you're just tuning into the subtext of that. I, you know, that's ugh, that's that's a whole that's a whole other that's discussion. a whole other discussion. Let let's talk about fun good news though, because this actually yeah, very first- much was, and when I mean that it, it just breaks up all like just the tiring movie news that we've been getting recently yeah. in other franchises. Um, that we love but test our patience. This stood out as probably one of the biggest things that instantly just made me happy. Yeah. So uh, the first piece of Bond news that we are going to discuss, and I'm sure most of you listening have heard by now, uh, but the music 
for Bond 25 for No Time to Die has been confirmed. We did mention it briefly on one of our mainline episodes, but it just, just to put this out of the way is that it was confirmed that Hans Zimmer will be taking over the scoring for the movie Yeah, um, as a kind of a late addition, which again, it's a very Hans Zimmer move. But the bigger news, the bigger reveal is that we know who is doing our title song for No Time to Die. And it's going to be the up and coming. Up and coming. Yeah. Well, she's she's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think she. I think at this. Point, well, I mean, what listen. Is, you know, her one of her songs was in a trailer for Bombshell. Like yeah. once now, like you. Which, right. When that trailer came out, I'm like, oh, she's made it. Yeah. Billy <laughs> Eilish. 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 Yeah. Eilish. Eilish. It's Eilish. Eilish. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Most known for her hit "Bad Guy." Yeah. Um, and duh. Her, duh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that album of hers that was very successful is going to be doing the Bond 25 theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll be writing the song as well with her brother, who uh, Phineas, she, yes, yeah, uh, who she's written most of her music with. Yeah, that's her like um, big and, collaborator. And it was just this is an inspired because because here's the thing. Um, the reason that I'm so into this specifically is that really. The Craig era has been defined by by them really going to trying to do like the old school, like big kind of classic Bond song. Right. And I mean, they've they've picked, you know, good and modern singers for that. But like when you pick someone like Adele, she's going to kill it. But her style is just much more classical in terms of when you you put her in the Bond context. I'm really like that this kind of this this pick is out there because it kind of reminds me of of getting those hot names from like the 80s when you would have like Duran Duran right. and Aha doing it or or the weirdo picks from like the uh, Brosnan era where it's like yeah sure you had like you know Tina Turner but then you had like Garbage and Cheryl Crow and mm-hmm. and Madonna for better or for worse what that song was and so I'm just really like. I'm hoping that this is really going to be a a new style of song in comparison to what we've seen in in the previous four Craig movies. Yeah, it it's and uh, well, first of all, just starting off with this. Well, spe- th- yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, especially with the, like the rumors had been like Beyonce, right, and, right. You know, still like these huge like kind of legacy names, but still names you could imagine doing that kind of more classic like right. Shirley Bassey type song. So it's just mm-hmm. like. And 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 Alice doing it as well, it with writing it with her brother and and kind of knowing what that album of hers is that really that kind of big album yeah. that she you know her, well, her, think, her coming out album I, I should I, say I, I, like and the songs that are on it I just feel like there could be a lot of room for for an interesting title song. Yeah, I think. And again, to to start it off, uh, ecstatic about this. I I, I was one hundred percent, and it was funny because and it's one of those things where you always wish that you had things on mic because this was a pick that I would be like, this would be the most interesting to me. I, I don't know if it originated as my idea, but I was uh, uh talking with some some other friends and. Uh, we yeah. were just joking about oh, like people who could do the song, and then somebody had mentioned Billie Eilish, and I was just like, as a as kind of like a joke, and then it would be like, oh, but that would actually be interesting. One of my other picks was because you're right, I heard like rumblings of people were like, oh, what if Beyonce did it? Like, uh, I, I think one of mine was like, oh, like Janelle Monae was somebody that I would have been interested in hearing. But this this is just fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic news. Um, I and I I I don't want to I don't want to get into in uh to I don't want to insult any true uh Billie Eilish files and claim myself to be the biggest uh follower of Billie Eilish, but I recently come into uh her work and right. I, I've always been actually a fan of the person and the persona of Billie Eilish and just like yeah. following her very, her career yeah. and, and everything. Um, and then recently I actually, um, I was driving uh, uh, back and forth for the holidays and I just put on um, one of her albums and uh, was very impressed. Uh, I consider me a consider me a fan. Oh yeah, and I, I think like I mean this was her big year, like her yeah. big, you know, and, and it's kind of like she it, had a she, her song was in Bombshell, the trailer. Once once it was in that, I was like, you made it. Yeah. Like your your major song is finally in a trailer, mm-hmm. which is funny. I said that and somebody's like, I think like she made it when she was like selling and, out and shows. It, <laughs> yeah, and it's like 
it's just so interesting to see like that persona come up mm-hmm. through the ranks. And it's not a Billie Eilish podcast. We could start one if we wanted to, but I don't know how much content there would be there <laughs> just yet. I don't know. But, she she does enough like, when, digital when content. Look, when, the thing is, like, when you look at like the bad guy music video, and you just know instantly that this person's a star. Yeah, and she made herself a star, and to see her kind of really quickly get this huge opportunity is like really cool. And again. I'm going to be very interested to see what the song is and what kind of type well, of there, song it there, is. Well, there's so many fascinating elements to it because you're right. Because some and some people we know, and I've seen some people say this about like how they liked it, but you know, in their circles, this was kind of like the favorite choice. Yeah. And I don't, I have not I, heard. I, anything. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if I. I think I push back I, now. Obviously, I think there are people who like, oh, they would want to see that, but yeah. I, I think that there was enough to be like. You know, well, is she like, you're right. Like, she is, isn't is like your traditional choice. And, and it's definitely, I, I think it's definitely not out there in terms of a choice they've made. Because, again, we've seen in past the Bond team go very recent or, or like the, hot, the right. hot name of the day. But it's just not the thing that they've done recently. It's not the style of singer that's the style of songwriter that they've gone for in you know the recent years it's also that and just everything about like alternative like just turned 18 i yeah. believe yeah. like you know 18 19 gr- like right in there right in that yeah so it, it was just there were so many elements about it that like to me didn't come across as like the obvious yeah, you choice. have someone singing a bond song that can't get a martini shaking that street yeah. like they, they can't literally <laughs> drink it legally i'm sure i'm sure if she wanted to get alcohol she could probably right. finagle something but, yeah but it's just like you know, and again, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit different, and it already feels like it's just gonna set a different tone for this Craig movie. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, it's just like when you have Adele and and Sam Shepard. I think did the last one. I think that's his name. It's a Shepard guy. Yeah. Um, well, the, but the the interesting thing, the other interesting thing about this though is on her end of things because this is in like we've kind of already joked about like she she has her career she's like made it she's out she she's yeah. out there um obviously to get a gig like this but it is a very mainstream move on her part yeah like to be oh, yeah and it, and it kind of speaks to like the bond like doing the bond song is a very mainstream to do but there is something a little bit prestigious about it like Um, that you're going to do the bond song yeah i mean like that she does join a legacy of many different artists and singers and legendary singers that have done right the bond song some non-legendary singers but it's just a very classy mainstream like move i think so i yeah and it's something that's gonna easily get out there right you know an easy big hit especially with the modern marketing machine right streaming and itunes and all that sort of stuff I guess iTunes doesn't technically exist anymore, but yeah. whatever. Um, but it's just like, you know it's going to be a big hit. You just feel it. Right. And, well, I'm just... and and again, it's just like, I think most interesting is that it's not, because we've seen it too, and not just with this movie, or not just with Bond, but with other films where it's like, you know, you'll have like someone else write the song or, you know, whatever. It's not really a big deal. But I think it is a huge deal that it's her and her brother doing it. Yeah. Because they just have a distinct style. Oh, I don't think you would get her to do it if it wasn't no yeah that was the exactly case. Yeah. But, but just knowing just, what it's just the like, i know it's about just, her it's just so exciting and, and just like so like intriguing oh as, i have, like, as a choice i have never been more intrigued into like delving in because you know there's going to be the like the process of coming up with the song because billy eilish from yeah. what i've seen has been a very like transparent person about her process yeah. and everything and so the whole behind the scenes of this song I've never been more excited for um but the biggest one of the biggest things of interest to me is that what type of song is it going to be because I think the easy go-to thing is you look at bad guy um and you think like it, that's what it's going to be but there is a, a kind of experimental nuance to Eilish's work from mm-hmm. just everything I've listened to. And then even her most recent, like uh, I was in the car uh, not too long ago and a song was on and we're like, Oh, this, this sounds really nice. And then when it was over, it was like, Oh, that was Billy Eilish's new lay new song. I can't remember the name of it, but it was just like not previously what I heard. And 
again, knowing the little I know about her, like she's very much been open to like, you know, every new year is like a new kind of chapter yeah. for her and trying something different I and trying like, something yeah, new. So, so just like knowing what I, you know, what I've heard is that she's very open-minded in terms of the types of songs and the types of music that she's putting out there. And I, th- I also think like I'm already just imagining like her voice, her very distinctive voice. Right. Kind of you, if you, if she could do something a little more on that quiet, sensual side. Mm-hmm. She could do something a little more bombastic. Mm-hmm. And, and and really, maybe this up- is when she is going to be like, because you're right, like she has that sensual side. She has that kind of like kind of gothic experimental like, side. You, if- but what if this is her? trying to do her like, skyfall right. like yeah. you, you never know <laughs> it's just like it's just very open but i was like if you could like you could imagine like the bond song being like her voice from bad guy where it's just yes. like, kind of a quiet little raspier voice yeah especially like like in that end part mm-hmm. it's so good um but i but it could be like her her really putting herself out there and i think you know when you have like kind of someone really like new mm-hmm. technically speaking and and really young it just it's going to bring a fresh perspective to the bond song and and again in a way that i don't know if we've really seen since for better or for worse like madonna and garbage in those later two brosnan films yeah it it's the last time i heard her talk was a lot about she was talking a lot about coming of age and like you know what she wants to do with her appearance going forward not, not only career wise but also just you know, just her look and physically and just, like, where she wants to take, like, her music as well. So it's interesting to hear all of those, of her talking about that and talking about, you know, her becoming, like, an adult or a woman or however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this being, like, the next big thing. I mean, this is easily, like, you know, I think, like, ma- many of us, I was at least, was excited to... um here that like Adele was doing uh was doing Skyfall um I think that I think people were like very lukewarm uh, on on the last one even though like I, I thought the song was 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 fine like yeah. in uh in Inspector but th- this was the one that I I think this is easily the most exciting you can make yeah. a Bond song and hey you never know it could could lead to Oscar nominated Billie Eilish. Yeah, you, you you do never know. Like, right, I mean, the last two have that won. That is the best case scenario, honestly. Best case scenario is Billie Eilish being all awesome at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. That would get me interested in the a, Oscars A again. Billie Eilish Oscar speech? <laughs> or just even a performance, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, so anyway, overall, like, this is fantastic news. And, and another thing I think that you had kind of alluded to, I think, like, how much of this do you think speaks to bond moving forward or is this just kind of like them embracing the roots of just getting somebody modern and being very unapologetic about it i or does this say anything about like where bond is now or going forward i i I think that it really is just them really pulling into the mainstream Mm -hmm. or or what's hot yeah again kind of going back to kind of an older era of that and kind of more focusing on the artist than the song I feel like because hmm. I feel like that's kind of like yeah I feel like that's kind of been again like the Craig era has kind of been defined by like more so like you get like you know they've done like Jack White and Alicia Keys did theirs and, and and of course Adele did theirs but there's kind of more so like the song and like the style of it I felt like you know oh like you get Adele to do that kind of big voice Shirley Bassey type right slow song whereas I feel like Eilish is really the choice of Eilish is really on that we're we're doing something that's really you know we're plucking it from the mainstream we have an opportunity let's take it hmm. i do have more thoughts on sort of hints about the future of the franchise mm-hmm. but i do feel that's going to be a little bit better discussed after we talk about our next piece of news okay fair enough um the last thing i'll just say about that is i i think it's it is most likely just like kind of like them like you know going back to the roots of like finding a, a good artist but this is not just one of those like oh this is like a hot name like this is in my opinion the perfect i mean there's really no way to sugarcoat it for me this is the perfect choice for me yeah. it's like no, it's, it's a hot name but it's also just avant-garde enough for it like you didn't yeah. like because like because let's say if you did a beyonce that that would be like oh like It'll probably be good. Yeah. Like, and it'll be fun, and it'll be like yeah, you, it, a, it's something she can cross off the bucket list. Yeah. Um, but this this one is like well, the, I feel like when you true... when you get that that type of big star, yeah, you know, it is kind of like oh, 
Yeah, okay, of course. Yeah. And I feel like Billie Eilish is not an of course. You're as right. much as people want to say that it is, it's not. It's definitely like an out there choice for what they've done recently. Right. And I think it's inspired. And this is her, and this is the, the chance that she gets. Like, yeah. you know, if you gave it to somebody about Beyonce, like they, they always give her like the big song. Right. She or wrote the, a song uh, for a Lion King. Right. So it's like, then when you get a Lion King, then when you get what's it, um, then when you get B- B- Billie Eilish, this is her chance yeah. to make a mainstream song yeah. for a movie. So I, I just think it's it's, and it's definitely going to give a, an attention to the movie from like her fan base. I think, yeah. like you know, if they're they're probably clamoring for more Billie Eilish related work. Um, cool, cool. So uh, and thumbs I can't up. wait to see if, if Hans Zimmer is able to integrate that song into the <laughs> score, which is you know traditionally. What has they have they been doing that in these last couple movies? Yeah, uh, Skyfall definitely does it. Um, really. Yeah. I don't remember that in Skyfall at all. Oh no, no Skyfall. It's when he's on um the he's on the boat to the casino. Hmm. Okay. I'll it's take your very, word for it's it. It's very distinctive. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your. Word I know for Skyfall it. does it. I think Spectre does it too. Okay. Okay. All right. Next thing. Next piece of news. So, um, the other piece of news again, we're, we are in the kind of the throes of getting ready to market and getting ready to push. No time to die. And through that, Variety got a rare sit-down and exclusive interview with the producers of the franchise, Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson. A um, couple of things have come out about this. One is it just seems like Barbara Broccoli is obsessed with Daniel Craig in the sense that she said, literally, she said, quote, I, don't, I can't believe he's leaving. I wish he wasn't leaving, but... He seems like he's leaving. Right. So it seems like she would have been fine with even more Craig movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also touched on Craig's comments about the slitting the wrist and whether or not that affected their decision. And Milson said Barbara wanted wanted Craig back, and Barbara's the type of woman who won't take no for an answer. So we got some of that, so a little bit of depth into kind of reflecting on the Craig era and what it's meant. But the big news that everybody's talking about is Barbara Broccoli's comments about casting bond and mm-hmm. specifically casting bond as a non-white male person mm-hmm. and i have the exact quote uh right here let me get it up for us when asked about um comes to selecting the next bond and, and those comments barbara's broccoli's comments were as follows he can be any color but he is male I believe we should be creating new characters for women, strong female characters. I'm not particularly interested in taking a male character and having a woman play it. I think women are far more interesting than that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of her comments that everybody is discussing and talking about um, the the big news that's coming out of this interview. So uh, any immediate thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The... uh, the one side of the the token, I will say, just to kind of address this aspect of it, where the the under the frustrating for many people aspect of comments like this is always that the whoever it be, like the producers, filmmakers, writers, stars, whatever, uh, will always take the the stance of like you know. Uh, you should take the time to make new, interesting female characters. And I understand that that's a hard pill to swallow when in the same breath of them doing that, a lot of these people just continue to make, you know, right. bonds and male characters. That It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to right. do it. And I feel like there's a lot of the discuss about this, but yeah, keep going. So there's a little bit of, I, I understand the frustration with that. And, and it's definitely a, you know, if you're going to come out there and say something like that, then it may behoove you to start putting your money where, your where, where your mouth is uh, going forward. But so I, I, I'm definitely sympathetic to that point of view. And, and I ultimately would argue, like, I think that it's fair to have even less patience with that, like, let's say, with, like, the superhero movies or the yeah. Star Wars movies or something like that in terms of representation. Um, and, of course, like, the unfortunate thing about this is that you're already, like, she's already kind of shot herself in the foot or is at least pointing the gun at the foot if they don't do anything inclusive with bond casting in the future that's that that's the big thing i have other thoughts about the women's thing but that's my number one thing about this comment not that you should feel 
obligated to right. personally, but you've definitely opened up that door that if you don't follow through on this, yes. it's this one is thing, coming back to bite you in the butt. It's one thing to say Bond can be any color. It's another thing to actually do it. Right. And my gut feeling is that they're going to play it safe on the next casting. Sure. They continue to, to do the casting of an unknown, somewhat unknown young British white man. Yeah. That is the idea that comes up. Especially because, like, also, it's there's kind of that loaded thing where it's like when they say bond of color, you immediately go to like African American, like the, the even the idea that they would cast like an Asian bond or Hispanic bond is like so far removed because all that everybody ever brings up is like you know the Idris Elba and, and right. that kind of mm. kind of thing, but it, it is it's there. Barbara's playing a dangerous game here, because, yeah, because she is again. It's one thing to say; it's another thing to do. Right now, specifically on the women comment. I think we've kind of made our point on this one. I mean, we'll we'll delve into it, but I think we've kind of like addressed my our, our I, kind of feelings. I, I, I want to. I'm trying. I'm going to try to be careful expressing this yeah. because I definitely I love female characters. When I write, I almost write exclusively female characters these days. I I, I it just really speaks to me, and I always want more female characters. I've always kind of been on the point that like. I don't know if you can do Bond as a female character. I, I am my, my my point about this is that the way you would have to do it is to literally and the way I would want it to be done if Bond was ever a female character would be to literally write a Bond script as if you were making it with like Daniel Craig or Pierce Brosnan and just put a woman in the part. Like make like if you made Goldfinger or let's say you made Goldfinger and you put a woman in the Bond role in the Connery role. You don't change anything else. You don't change Pussy Galore. You don't change, you know, Jill Masterson. You don't change any of that stuff. That's how you'd have to do it. My issue has always been is, like, I feel like they would not do that. And then it would become just another female spy character, in which case just make an original character. Which, I mean, I think is something that should be done about more times instead of, like, you know, like... But even, I, I it's kind of the same thing of, like, making Blofeld's Bond brother. Like, if you're going to do that, just make it a new character. Right. You don't need to force that in there. Now, I would love to see, like, a version of, like, Goldfinger or, like, Moonraker, but with that. But I almost feel like that's just there's, – there's a lot of stuff to be done. Now, here's what I believe. What I think this means – and, again, it's it, – we'll see if they put their money with their mouth is. I think – because there's been this rumor for a long time – since Spectre, essentially, that Barbara's had her eye on making cinematic universes and has this eye on possibly finally doing Bond spinoffs, which is always, you know, we've talked about almost happened in the Brosnan era a couple times. I mean, let's not forget that they wanted to do the Jinx spinoff, yes. or at least that was on the table. And, at, and, at and the, and the, um, Michelle Yeoh, the Michelle Yeoh spinoff yeah, were both so, on the table yeah. at that point. But I feel like her, desire is to you know make like a new bond girl and then spin off you know do a jinx type of spinoff right i just feel like that's kind of the direction they go but Mm -hmm. i'm on your side as well on this is that this is a set of comments that if you don't follow up on it's 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 just like you're you're basically like like I said, you're basically opening yourself up to that criticism when in the next movie, when they cast the next Bond, that it's just the same thing. But but here's the thing, and 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 I and I definitely and I wanna make it clear, I am one hundred percent sympathetic to this frustration and yeah. this point of view. Like, and if and if I and, and I'm on on the side was I was with everybody where I wanted the Idris Elba Bond, and I think that they should be very much open and more forward-thinking with Bond casting going in the future. I, that's how I feel. Yeah. But at the same time, here's the thing. When these people ask these you know, creators this question, what else are they going to say? Yeah. Like I mean, that, that's, that's, that's actually the, the to real To be fair, I'm just trying to be completely like, honest what, about it. Is Barbara going to say no? Is we're going to continue the, the cast? We're going to keep white. them white. Like yeah. They're not going to say that. Right. They're, they're not going to say it. it. It's the same time, and again – it's hard because it's a valid question to ask, and I'm, and I think it's an important question to ask. Yeah. But let's be real about it. If you ask Barbara Broccoli, if you ask Kathleen Kennedy, if you ask J.J. Abrams, Kevin Feige, any of these people, these questions, 
none of them are just going to be like, nope, it's just got to be straight white dudes the whole yeah. time. They're not going to say that. Yeah. They're all going to be like, See, no, I'm, they want the included, but it, it, it just comes to. So it's like, I just want to keep that in mind. Like, what are the, What else are they going to say? My, and I'm I, sorry. I don't yeah. mean to offend anybody by saying that. I, again, no. important, valid question. Cause, cause it's, but this keep is that always a hard topic to discuss because it's so sad. Like, and I understand how sensitive this topic is yeah. because, you know, when you explore, to be honest, the the fucked up Hollywood industry. Sure. It's so difficult to, like, really, you know, talk about this because it's so difficult for these type of characters to exist in the first place. Right. Because there's such, you know, a traditionalist standpoint within, you know, the Hollywood structure that... You know, it's always impressive when they finally do something like that. And it's, you know, and then it's like people get cynical about it. People, you know, are for it or against it, whatever it may be, you know, especially within the. the, the I mean, like, let, let's without getting too much in the weeds about it, like w- without getting like without getting into specifics. Yeah. You and I had w- went home for the holidays and we experienced the conversation that people have heard that, oh, the next Bond is going to be a female Bond. And you and I both had to be like, well, no, it's going to be Lashana Lynch's character is going to play a 007-type character in the James Bond movie. And then people are convinced, like, no, I heard that it's going to be a female Bond. And then you and I are like, we do a podcast on it, and we work closer to these people than you do. That's not what the the case is. So there is... And, you know, and it's a loaded topic because in other there have been disastrous and not in the work itself, just disastrous responses in, you know, uh, being more diverse in castings with other franchises and, and things like that. Call but 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 here's I mean, but I'm going to be honest about this. And then, like, you know, hate me. Hate me if you want. Maybe this will be the first. I think every time I come up, it's like if this is the thing that, that people hate me, I just don't get the casting it as a female bun it like i guess you can cast them i want you to be very like diverse in the casting going forward but and i understand like people always like you know they like what's somebody something somebody will say like oh like oh like could you imagine like jillian anderson as as bond listen that's a fun what if it's a fun kind of gag that it's like oh like this awesome female actor like this actress playing traditionally the bomb part true yeah. yeah but it's just i don't i don't i'm trying to think of the most polite way to say it but i don't i just don't get it i, still, I, I don't get my, what what again, is my, what is to gain what are what are you what are you getting out of it because ultimately it's going to ha- it's going to be a, a person who goes around saying bond james bond and and it's just like when you have like like this, this just—I don't know. It, it just—it—it it, it feels like feel it doesn't like, work. Like, again, like the way I would want it to happen is that you still have all the bond. If you were gonna do a female bond, that you still have all the bond tropes that he gets, that she gets with the bond girl. That's still a bond girl, and, and all that sort of stuff happens. I think what would happen though is that they would just like, oh, like she gets with men instead of if women, and it's you know, right? It's like you, but do you still call it? I know this is gonna sound stupid to people, but do you still call it James Bond? See, again, that's what I would want to happen. Yeah, and that's what I think would be the most interesting thing. But you know, they would just do Jane Bond, and yeah. I mean, I don't. Why? But why? I mean, I'm on the side. I don't get it. I I don't understand I, I just, why you would. Why? See, I've always said. And I've said this on the podcast that a more interesting route to take with Bond is to make him explicitly gay or bisexual to have a legitimate. Sure, sure. And, I, I, and I, I've been with you like, on that. My thing is like it would be more interesting and from a diversity standpoint to have a full on male on male sex scene. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why. Him it, a woman. it was just so <laughs> it was just such it was such a solid pitch. And like I like, felt it when you said it because I wanted to support female characters and I would want, but to, I don't. But here, but, but I'm, I'm going to be I, straight up. But 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 I don't think that having this kind of like again, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. Right. By it, saying like you can't, like I can't see it like being like, all right, we'll just take a female character to play James Bond. I, I don't. By not being into that, I don't think is an automatic 
like you're not into whatever the female yeah. version of that is. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking I'm looking at the trailer and Lashana Lynch looks way more interesting than whatever Craig is doing in this movie. Like, so I'm sitting here and saying that. I, I just think like the 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 move to do that just feels it feels Again, I I'm gonna just say this for lack of a better word. It would it feels stunty in a way that people think that like casting female Ghostbusters was was when it when it wasn't when it wasn't like that's it's the like, thing. It, 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 if you have superheroes, like if you wanted to make a female Human Torch, all right, it's a female Human Torch. It's the Human Torch is a title you get, and now it's like you know, and it, it's just a different storm. This like Johnny Storm's sister, but like even with that, there's a bit more of like a history of like them like yeah. altering the character as they as they see fit. I, I just think that with the specific tropes of Bond in the world where you made it, you know, where you cast a female uh a woman, right. not a female, a woman right. as a character, it's just like you'd have to and I, I guess in technicality it could be done, but you just have to very carefully traverse the tropes. And and like otherwise because it's something that I feel like would easily lose the like the things that make Bond Bond, right? And again, at that point, just make like an Elsa Faust movie for fuck's sake. I I just it's hard because like it's it's a so it's such a difficult subject. Can it's I worth no talking. here here here's I think a good example of it. If you were to do a Mission Impossible movie with Vanessa Kirby or somebody like that, or like Tessa Thompson or something. Like yeah. I'm just naming actors. Right. Like if, if like they introduce that character and then you, you not, have- not even that. Like let's say we're rebooting Mission Impossible and now it stars Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. That's fun. And that works in a way because like, you know, you're making this lead character the reboot of this Tom Cruise franchise and now it's like this badass female character. Yeah. It just James Bond is just kind of like in that different thing where like James Bond, the guy is the franchise. Yeah. And and I'm and it and it just feels like right. in a way that like if you were really diverse in the casting, you can get some mileage out of that, but it would ultimately kind of be similar and I just can't see a scenario where you would cast like Vanessa Kirby as James Bond and I just feel like it would constantly come off as sure it's fun and it's kind of like a fun like thing to see is like it would just always be like this, you know, this actor, this actress, playing, just playing James Bond. Does that make sense? Like, it, no, it, no, it, I, I get where you're coming. Like, from. it's like at that point, like it's just a couple jokes away from, like, an SNL skit. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, I don't mean. I'm, I'm really like, not trying like to be said, like, like rude or dismissive the, about the it. Only, I would be more interested if you it, like, and it would be impossible because of you wouldn't be able to get a budget for this. But like again, like taking an old Bond script. And then just having like like almost if you did it like a play right like if you did a play of like you, if you put on like Goldfinger or Moonraker as a play mm-hmm. and it's like you cast every other character the same yeah. gender and, and and the way they've been and have the script the exact same way and then and put a female in the James Bond role that's like a more interesting idea right but just making a new I, I it's just, well you know this is the, but that's actually a good point because in a play. movies just don't quite have that type of history yeah where it has been traditionally okay to be that experimental with the roles that you're playing and i think that's that's actually an interesting thing if you did a play like you can have like a female actress come in and play peter pan or something and then you you kind of buy into it so it's it's actually that's a bigger kind of again for me question that's interesting if if you were to do this just to put this on the table the more interesting way to do it would be to have a, a woman play the role still call the role james bond don't change the name or don't change anything about that character. I mm-hmm. think that would be the way to do it, and that would be the way to actually be kind of inclusive. But again, I feel like people wouldn't accept that. I think people no, people no, they wouldn't would not accept that. Even it, the it people would be, who want it would, it would not be, accept. It that. would be the same thing as like it would be the same thing as like you did the same thing with Batman. It would be the same thing if you did it with like Superman. And then if you look at all those examples, they made a Supergirl, and last time I checked, everybody loves a Supergirl. Way more than they've loved a Superman yeah. <laughs> in the past in the past couple of years, and man, I gotta get on that crisis. I gotta, I gotta start. It's all up there for you. I mean, like, listen, like the last, like they've 
kind of just made like I mean that's a good example because they made a Supergirl and they've made a Batwoman and everybody's been raving about like the Supergirl and the Batwoman are gonna meet each other when everybody and then you know last time a Superman and a Super and a Batman were meeting each other everybody's like oh boy yeah. <laughs> let's see how this one goes it's just it's a it's a tough topic to to but I, think, but I think that I, there are other ways but, I, but no I, do it this way I say you give Lashana Lynch the 007 name develop that character and your next James Bond because here's the thing the James Bond movies don't have James Bond up on the title like right. it's, they're not called James Bond and like the, the and the secret scroll like it's not like <laughs> it's not called that yeah they could so if I would what would be more interesting and brave to me is to take that character retire the James Bond character and make all and the James Bond movies 007 movies that continue the the legacy the of legacy 007. of 007. Yeah, that's actually a more interesting way to do it. Right. To be quite it, it that's just, actually much better than my play idea. I just even do- though my play idea would be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't want to see the play. I actually like that idea. But I just like like I I feel like to me that is a chance like I because then you can I'm still create more, like a new character, but but to you be, can you can you can make Lashawn if you like taking the Lashana Lynch example, you can take whatever you set up in No Time to Die and expand upon that instead of trying to like maneuver the the Bond tropes and the that, inherent. That's what it is. It it, it feels like. <sighs> I w- I'm going to bring the energy down because I, I don't want to make it seem like that we're yelling at the people who no, no, would no. advocate yeah, for it's, this. It, we're, we're Not trying, at all. We're trying to traverse this carefully. We we, we, we understand. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're on that side of more inclusive and more diversity. And we genuinely are. We're not just saying that to be dicks. We're, no, we are no, not and, genuinely and, on and, that side. I, I understand and I completely get, like, when there are people out there who would be hearing us say stuff like well we like the female characters and make a new female character and i understand that that's an extremely frustrating thing to no, hear because because again it's what we hear but, all the time and right then it never happens but, but hear me out on why i kind of advocate for my way of doing the legacy of 007 and just make the james bond movies 007 movies and de- develop this new character i i think that a more forward-thinking thing I, a more forward-thinking thing to me would to be to give an actress a role, a new role for them to sink their teeth into and to really establish themselves as a new James Bond, but not in like, oh, now they're the new James Bond. Because I always feel like, you know, it, it, it was kind of like, you know what? Wasn't it? This was very similar to when Idris Elba said he did not want to, or he had comments that he was hesitant about even considering being James Bond in retrospect because he didn't want to be like the black James Bond. Right. And I kind of, I completely understand where he's coming from. Like, and now that's kind of a shame. And I don't, and, and to me, it's not quite the same for the reasons I've said about like having like a female James James Bond come in like I, I but I understand his concern yeah so it's like you're it, it's just to me it seems reductive that no even if you if you crush the part that yeah you'll be James Bond but then you, the legacy is that you were the female James Bond yeah where especially because like what easily could happen as what happened with Ghostbusters is that you do the female James Bond or the gay James Bond or the black James Bond. Right. And you make that splash. And then the next time it reboots again, it's back to the same old thing. Right. Yeah. And that's like, and that's like the tough part. And you're, and that's like the tough part because that's easily something that could happen that you have, you have like Idris Elba in that role or you have, you know, Vanessa Kirby in that role and they, they do maybe, maybe, you know, two films or so. And then it's immediately back to, you know, you know, Aiden Allwright is Bond or something like no, that. No, I mean, it, it's true. It's like, it, it's, it, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something as much as even I would joke about it. In retrospect, there's gotta be something a little gross about that you're always referred to as the black James Bond. Yeah. Like, if you were the black James yeah. Bond. And it's like, and that's like the tough thing to traverse. And that's, it's, it's such, with, as we make our way through this new decade, mm-hmm. just, just the hope that we give more opportunities to create these types of characters and, and and to do interesting things with, you know, all the amazing actors we have at our disposal. Cause I think, you know, outside, even outside of bond, there's just, 
so much potential for these new stories. Right. And, you know, it's just like, it sometimes feels like we live in it. We definitely, that feels like it. We definitely live in an industry where it always feels like the one step forward, two steps back type of thing. Sure. That we will do something cool, do something inclusive, do something diverse. And then the next thing is like, well, back to the status quo. And it's just, and I, and, and honestly, I'm going to I'm going to be real. I think that if you did the female James Bond, I don't think it's going to be what you want it to be. No. I, I if I have to be completely truthful and honest in my in my own humble opinion, I don't think it would be what you want it to be. Yeah. I think it would be kind of cool to see for like on the surface level, but mm-hmm. I, I I feel like it's not going to yeah. be have all the implications and the ramifications yeah. that you want it to be. And I that's how I feel about it. And like I think we just talked about. It. I think we only we were repeating ourselves in in this, but there are many, many, many other franchises where this is definitely a possibility, or or the like, you know, create like female, you know, gender swapping right. roles, or or creating more diverse teams. In definitely fran- in franchises, I love in yeah. franchises, I love like you know, like um, I mean, like Star Wars is a little bit better at it, but Marvel, you gotta, you gotta. You got to right. pick up the pace a little bit, right. like, like, and yeah. I love Marvel, but yeah. you got to you got to pick right. up the pace. But it's just like I just think like Bond is, is there's such a it's just a loaded franchise in its history right. and its tropes that I feel like just traversing that within the confines of what the franchise is right. is it's just it's so troublesome. Right. I I just don't. Yeah, I I think I just now stand again on, like just, easily like I said. It's, there's easy ways to make the Bond more diverse. Like I said, make him gay or, or give him more explicit bisexual tones or do make him, you know, as hard as it would be, you can easily make him another another person of color. Mm-hmm. It's That's very simple. Yeah, I, just I agree. don't know if if making him a woman is as is, is easy as I think people think it would be. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I will say, outside of this, I, I think – there was an interesting discussion. I hope you all in, enjoyed it. Yeah, and you know what? Um, Please, like more so than ever, if you have any input about this subject, because love- I, I, I want to be clear, I'm not trying to belittle anybody yeah. who's frustrated by the topic. No, yeah, no, not so, not yeah, so we, ever. We, we would, we would love discussion. You know. You know, especially like if you're somebody who feels you, this, like feels. Like thinks like this would be like a good idea. Yeah. Like nothing would make me happier than to hear your opinion exactly. out on this. So like I, I want to put it out there. If you're a listener and you feel opposite to what uh, either of us are saying, 100 percent because it's the one thing that I think I think we both have kind of expressed that we should be transparent about and continue the conversation as kind of hacky as that sounds. But hey, I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. My best, dear. I. The only other thing I'll say, and this is outside the diversity thing, I think it's a, sure. a, a little bit thing about the future of the franchise. Yes, the are uh, the interview uh, with Barbara and Michael C. Wilson is very focused on the legacy of Craig. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> why, why Craig? <laughs> well, it's just like they talk about, you know. Oh, I thought you meant like the the future has to be the legacy no. of Craig. Well, I was like, like really like, him? Just like he brought fresh and blood to the fran- character. Bond was in the novel is a silhouette. Daniel was given a death and inner life. What we need looking for is a 21st century hero, and that's what he delivered. He bleeds, he cries, he's very contemporary. And there's a lot of like love for Craig among Barbara, especially. Yeah. But this kind of leads me in terms of what it kind of gives me what that hint of what the Bond future lies. Mm. And the Bond future lies solely on the shoulders of how No Time to Die does at the box office. Here's what I think. If No Time to Die is a huge Skyfall-esque success, you know, new records or close to Skyfall's records. Don't you say it. I think that they will not, obviously not bring back Craig. Yeah, don't say it. They will not bring back Craig, but I think they're going to continue on that kind of. Get somebody like him? Like, just continue on that serious tone. Like that. Well, it also depends on what this movie is. We haven't seen this movie yet. But, But that's what I feel like. I feel like if. They'll still do Craig style movies just right. with a new actor, and you know whether whatever that actor may it be. I just think that they'll if it's successful. If this movie has the Spectre diminishing returns, I feel like that's going to spurn them to to figure out something else. Mm-hmm. That's how I just I just feel like that's what it's going to be. That I feel like 
if there's this diminishing returns on like the super serious like Bond movies that they've been making, like you know, especially in that comparison of Skyfall to Spectre, which Spectre still made a lot of money but was significantly a step down and led to Sony being like, I don't want this franchise anymore. I feel like that would be the opportunity for them to say, okay, like is this is this Craig is this serious down the earth Bond still the way to go? Right. Or will they take it in that more bigger Marvel-y direction? Mm. Which I think is a possibility, but it just depends. Because it's all Barbara's call. Everything in this franchise is it, between Barbara and Michael, but it just seems like Barbara is the decision maker. Yeah. And I, I think that the love that they've shown for Craig and the more that they, in, in retrospect, the longer... Just seeing how long they've like held kept on their, to it. yeah, held on to him does not give me that much hope that they're going to stray yeah. too far off the path from no. what they've been doing. No. Uh, God, I just want him to go back to space. Yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> Send him back to space. I, I think that the most they'll do is kind of like kind of stay in like the tone of like these last couple movies where. I think because they'll have a fresh start, they can more solidify a tone from the get-go. But I, I can't imagine that they're going to get as wild and wacky as I would want them to be. Right. I, I think that they're going to stick in that Skyfall Tom, range. The thing is, guys, Tom Cruise is going to beat you to space. And once Tom Cruise beats you to space, there's no going back. Why do you think he's doing Top Gun? He's already in that plane. He's getting closer and closer. Like he, Tom Cruise is doing two more Mission Impossible movies back to back. There's no way at some point he's not like gonna try to pitch, send me in the outer space. Like literally, send me with a camera, shoot me to the moon. He's gonna pitch that. You know what's gonna happen. Female Q would be good too. I like. I would like a female Q. Yeah, yeah. I've been advocating for for or another female M. I'm definitely down for that. For that. Isn't it kind of weird that any other character could be easily gender swapped <laughs> except for bond well yeah but it's also it's not as if q is like you know q's just a nerd yeah yeah and then like m is just the leader yeah judy dench was awesome yeah as m anyway yeah. um so and give I, me another female villain that's what i really yes yeah yeah that's really, I, I, I think it's really the the end of the yeah thing. i yeah i i agree with it I, i'm for my do the 007 legacy movies yeah. and and go that direction that yeah. that that's that's my thing but at the end of the day the most important uh woman has entered the franchise and that is miss billy eilish yeah. <laughs> like, bringing it back around to to, yeah. to what i can give the two thumbs uh, way Excellent. up, way, way, way up. Um, and uh, put your money uh, where your mouth is, uh, Miss Broccoli. Um, okay, so I think that does it for. Uh, it was an news. interesting discussion. Yeah, I no, I was excited be, to it, sit down and talk about it. it. Can be tough sometimes to really traverse the and, and use the right language, but yeah, I, that that's really the thing. Like I'm, I, listen, I my, I'm very on. I'm not apologizing for <laughs> necessarily my thoughts, but I do want to be as respectful mm-hmm. um, as I can when talking about it. So. Um, please, once again, reach out if you have any thoughts. Um, okay, well, I think that's going to do it for the news today. Uh, yeah. Thank you for everybody for listening, and stay tuned for our next episode. And if you're listening to this, uh, you can listen to our first episode of 2020, uh, which was our first Bond episode of the year uh, for our man Flint, which yes. was a uh, conversation that became a uh, increasingly more fascinating and interesting as it went on so i uh advocate a listen for said episode mm-hmm. um all right well until next time i'm well and you're, you're nick yeah that's true and uh see you next time Bye bye.